More bets, better odds at PlaySugarHouse.com. Sign up today at PlaySugarHouse.com, and don't forget to use our promo code HOUSE to take advantage of their first deposit match up to $250. Must be 21 years or older and in New Jersey to place a bet. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, you're listening to House of Cards. Today, the game is different. I want to gamble. Gambling is a very serious business. Is that clear? Welcome to House of Cards. Dave Weishelder with you here deep from the swamps of Jersey. we got a great show coming up for you. If you're interested in sports betting and the sports betting industry, an event is coming up that you have to know about. It's called BetFest and is being held online on May 15th. Now, it's not like any other sports betting conference that's been held in the past. Sure, you're going to have industry executives, media personalities, instructors, and professors from colleges and universities, but it's actually going to have actual sports bettors speaking at the event. One of the organizers of the event is 76 Capital Sports Advisory, and we're going to talk to Evan Davis, who is the managing director at 76 Capital. We're going to hear all about this incredible sports betting event called BetFest when we talk to Evan right after this. So stick around. We'll be right back with House of Cards. You know, ever since the U.S. Supreme Court handed down its decision lifting the national ban on sports betting, the gambling landscape of the country is changing on a daily basis. So how do you keep up with all the latest news and developments? How do you know what each state is doing? You go to the one site that has all the information you need to stay ahead of the game, and that site is usbets.com. That's usbets.com. Written by the leading experts in the gambling industry, all you'll need is one visit to usbets.com and you'll see why it's the number one gambling magazine in the USA. With usbets.com, you'll get up-to-date information on not just the sports betting scene, but also the latest news and notes on the entire gaming industry all across the country. It's not just one state, it's all of them, in one spot. Stay in the loop and stay on top of your game. Get the latest news on sports betting and gambling from the country's number one gambling magazine. Get on over to usbets.com. That's usbets.com. Free stuff is awesome, but free stuff that will spice up your bedroom is even better. Just go to adamandeve.com and select almost any one item for 50% off, and then we'll load on the free stuff. Just enter this very exclusive code, BABE16, at checkout, and you'll get 10 tantalizing free gifts, including a sexy item for him, a special toy for her, and a third item you'll both enjoy. And six extra special bonus items that are sure to rev your engine, pique your curiosity, Mm. and even blow you away. Plus, free shipping. Always sent in discreet packaging. Go to adamandeve.com now. Get 50% off plus the 10 free gifts when you enter the exclusive offer code BABE16. That's BABE16 because without it, no free stuff. That's BABE16 at adamandeve.com. You're listening to House of Cards. Check out our website at houseofcardsradio.com.
Welcome back to House of Cards. Dave Weishato with you. On May 15th, something amazing is happening in the sports betting community. An event called BetFest will be taking place, and in my opinion, it's unlike any other sports betting conference ever held. It's being organized by SBC and 76 Capital Sports Advisory, and we're going to hear all about this incredible event because on the phone we have Evan Davis, who is the Managing Director at 76 Capital Sports Advisory. Evan, thanks for coming on. Oh, thanks so much for having me. I, I'm going to start off about 76 Capital. I mean, it's well known in the sports industry, uh, but for people out there who aren't quite familiar with it, tell us something about 76 Capital. Yeah, absolutely. So 76 Capital has a venture fund that's been around for over 20 years and over the last several years has, has focused on investments within sports technology. Uh, but last year, I came on board along with a few others to help launch an affiliated company called 76 Capital Sports Advisory. Uh, we've identified a handful of sports business verticals that are, are really growing and we think are going to continue to grow over the next few years. Uh, sports betting, esports, media, social responsibility, sort of being chief among them. And so we brought together a handful of experts to advise companies um, all over the place in, in terms of those verticals. And so I uh, came from Rivers Casino in Philadelphia, and I am leading our sports be- sports betting vertical, and it's it's been really exciting. We've uh, we're about eight or nine months in so far, and just seen tremendous interest from companies all over the spectrum um, in terms of people that are trying to do business within the sports betting ecosystem, and we're we're helping them to uh, to learn more about it and and to do just that. You know, sports betting and gaming is a new thing for a lot of people in this country, and I'm always interested in how people get involved in this business. I mean, you mentioned a little bit just now. I mean, but how did you become involved in the gaming and sports betting industry? Yeah, it, it's funny. I mean, a lot of it's just sort of recognizing when opportunity knocks and, and answering the door. <laughs> um, I'm an attorney. I uh, was looking to go in-house and um, and found a, an opportunity to do that by becoming the general counsel at uh, what's now Rivers Casino in Philadelphia. It was then called Sugar House Casino. And that was my first foray into the gaming industry. So I knew about being a lawyer, and I learned about being a lawyer within the industry. Um, over the course of my five years there, you know, sports betting became um, – well, PASPA got, got thrown out, and then sports betting – became legal in Pennsylvania, and we rolled that out sort of over the course that that took place over the course of 2018. And I got involved in that, obviously, from a legal and regulatory side, but then found an opportunity to do more than that. Um, Got involved on the operational side and on the marketing side and got to know folks within the industry and, and, and was fascinated by it. Um, I mean, I joke around and say that, you know, when you're a lawyer, you look for any ways that you can to do things other than be a lawyer. Um, I half joke about that, I guess. But uh, <laughs> but this was just an opportunity to really you sort of branch out from my quote unquote day job and, and do a lot more. And um, over the over a period of time, I, I really got to become an expert within this industry. And then when the opportunity arose to help launch this, uh, this sports advisory group, again, it was all right, let's let's take a run at it. And so, um, you know, here I am uh, six years after having taken a job at Rivers and entering the industry for the first time. And now this is what I'm doing. So it's uh, it's just one of those tales of, you know, you can only predict the future so much. And otherwise, you just let opportunity arise and, and you chase it down. 
Now, we've gone through one of the most challenging times for the gambling industry because of the pandemic. I mean, as an as a gaming ter- attorney myself, I mean, I have drafted documents I never thought I would. I mean, if you told me a year ago I'd have to draft a service agreement for the cleaning and sanitizing of casino chips, I would have thought you were crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but you're a gaming attorney yourself, and 76 Capital is at the forefront of this industry. I, I'm, I'm curious. What is your opinion on how the gambling industry has weathered this pandemic? Are we finally seeing light at the end of the of the tunnel? It's interesting. I, I think one of the uh, one of the key accomplishments that the gaming industry achieved a few years ago that we all knew was an accomplishment, but I don't think we appreciated how valuable it was until the pandemic set in, was the the advent of online uh, casino gaming and sports betting, and because what you saw. Is a, is a significant shift, I think, um, toward those channels for obvious reasons. When the brick-and-mortar channels literally shut down, right, that was the only game in town. Yeah. Um, pre-pandemic in Pennsylvania, you were seeing about 80% of sports betting handle being done online already. You know, post-pandemic, that number rose up to in, in excess of 90% in some months. Um, so I think that having those channels at the ready was was huge. Um, we already knew pre-pandemic that online, sure, it was going to cannibalize a little bit of brick-and-mortar traffic, but we all looked at it as being complementary to that. And, um, and I think that now what we're seeing is that brick-and-mortar companies need to have those online channels in place, whether it's for the reasons that existed pre-pandemic and now even more so, we've got customers that are leery of going back into physical spaces. So being able to do that, it's, it's, a, it's a philosophy that I think exists beyond gaming. Um, sports teams are looking at how do we engage our fans outside of the stadium, because now if we're being limited in our capacity in stadium, we need to touch people outside of that. So it's not unique to the gaming industry, but it's something that I think the gaming industry in particular is relying upon to make sure that they're able to not just stay afloat, but ultimately succeed and prosper through whatever our, our industry looks like as we come out of COVID. Okay, hold that thought. We're going to take a quick break. See you on the other side. No matter what kind of car you drive, we have an insurance policy that's right for you. Need to insure your family minivan? We've got you covered. Need insurance for that new sports car you finally got? We've got you covered. Have an old beater that just won't quit? We've got you covered. Or maybe you hit the lottery and want to insure all your new cars? We've got you covered. Call Auto Insurance for Less to find out how much you can save right now. All it takes is just one call. Answer a few questions and before you know it, we've We've got got you covered. Call 1-800-679-0366. That's 1-800-679-0366. Auto Insurance. You want it, you need it, and we've got it. Call Auto Insurance for less to find out how much you can save today. Better coverage at a better price is just a phone call away. Call 1-800-679-0366. That's 1-800-679-0366. You're listening to House of Cards. Where was the house? Where was the house of cards? 
Welcome back to House of Cards. Dave Weishato with you. For those of you just joining us, I am talking with the Managing Director of 76 Capital Sports Advisory and one of the organizers of BetFest, Evan Davis. What do you see as some of the challenges facing this sports betting community as we emerge from this pandemic? Yeah, I mean, I think that the the challenges, the biggest challenges are that states are continuing to legalize this, but they're doing it in a way that, that not all of them make a ton of sense. And they, in some ways, tie one hand behind your back before before you even get up off the ground. Um, so we've seen some quirky laws and regulations. You know, Tennessee has this 10% hold requirement that's kind of an issue. Um, but you see what states are doing either in not launching online or launching online in a, in a fashion like New York is going ahead with that's just going to almost create more problems than it solves. Um, what what states need to do is look at this not necessarily as just making being the biggest money maker possible right in the outset in terms of tax revenues but helping the industry to grow and succeed so that long term the states can make tax revenues off of this industry right when we look at how other industries work within states you know we're a capitalistic society and we say we don't have state-run industries by and large we let private enterprise go out there we 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 being state governments or in some cases the federal government regulate them and we tax them but we allow them to prosper and i think that if the same attitude were in place vis-a-vis sports betting um that would be the best recipe for long-term success we've seen that done in a number of states um but i think if you ask me what's the biggest risk to the success of the industry um it's going to be that too many states look at this and sort of overtax it try to over over regulate it and um and really limit the ability for the industry to succeed one of the incredible things you and 76 Capital and SBC are doing for the sports betting community is organizing something called BetFest. What is BetFest and what inspired its creation? Yeah, Bet, we, we're so excited to be launching BetFest uh, in conjunction with, uh, with SBC. SBC has been putting on some of the, the world's best and greatest uh, sports betting uh, business conventions for years. I mean, they're a UK-based company, and they've been doing this far in the UK far before uh, PASPA was repealed here three years ago. Um, but but what we're recognizing is that no one's really doing any sort of events that speak to consumers, speak to the public. There's so much interest out there about sports betting from people in states where it's been legal now, for states that have, are in the process of legalizing it. Um, we see that interest, but no one's really speaking to it. And there's still a lot of confusion out there. There are a lot of people who are interested in sports betting, but they're intimidated by it because they don't really understand it. Um, and we think that there's a huge opportunity to speak to that group, educate that group. There's a lot of jobs that are becoming available within this industry. Um, major universities that are that are helping to sort of put forward programs to educate people and train people to work within this industry. Um, so we think that there's a huge opportunity there. And, and BetFest is going to speak to all of that. Um, we have betting 101 on, you know, you don't understand the language. Well, we'll teach that to you. 
We've got how to, we've got some of the world's brightest um, betting analysts, people that come in and really crunch these numbers and and work to to help give people an edge on that. We've got. Uh, career HR folks coming in talking about the jobs that are available within this industry. Um, Temple School of uh, uh, Sport, Tourism, Hospitality Management is going to be there, and they're going to be talking about what they're doing within this industry to help people learn more about it and be more prepared to enter that enter the workforce. Um, I mean, I could go on and on <laughs> about the nature of, of topics that we've got, but we're going to be bringing on operators. We've got some bigger names uh, coming from the media side. Um, it's going to be a really, really exciting half-day event. It's on uh, Saturday, May 15th. All of the information is available on BetFestLive.com. And, um, yeah, could not be more excited to have the partners that we have in place, have the roster of speakers that we have in place. We've got some fun uh, stuff coming on board. We've got a great giveaway. Um, Ed Miller is giving away a free copy of his ebook, um, the, the Logic of Sports Betting, to anyone who, who signs up and attends the event. Uh, so we, we just think that this is an unbelievable event, and it's really going to be groundbreaking in terms of what people have seen so far as, as far as this industry is concerned. I got to tell you, I've been to a lot of conventions and a lot of conferences, but this is something like I've never seen before. Like like you said, I mean, you have executives from the sports betting operators. You have people from colleges and universities. You have people from the sports betting media. But you also actually have actual sports bettors, which must be a first for a conference <laughs> like this. I mean, what, what was the reason for bringing in people from all aspects of the sports betting world? I, I think it's that look, I like you have been to a number of, of these business conferences and they are great because, you know, we work, we already work in this. Yeah. We're, we're, we're doing business um, in this industry. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But you know, there's so many people, there's so many other ways to get involved in this industry, whether it's something that's just a hobby and you want to become a more educated, better, whether you're, it's just something you're interested in reading about the history of. I mean, we've got some long time, um, names coming on board here, you know, like Vic Stalerno, right. And, and, and guys like him that are going to talk about like how this industry's evolved over decades because this has been a, an industry in vegas for for literally de decades um like art Terrace, right these guys have, and they know what this industry's been and what it's become so some people are just interested in the history of it other people want to get it they say i would love nothing more than to go work for one of these companies but i don't even understand right who all of these like business to business suppliers are right companies like betworks and like you know canby and 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 all of these companies that are they exist but but people don't know exactly how the industry functions so we really want to in a way like peel back the curtain a bit from what this industry is for so many people and, and explain it and explain the various nuances of it. And so we thought the best way to do that is to bring people together from all of these different areas and let them speak for themselves and talk about what their companies are, what they do, um, you know, how micro betting works, how, you know, what start, we've got people talking about that have built successful companies within this industry and in some cases already exited them and, and how that looks. I mean, there's is such a multifaceted industry. And I think the, the speed, list of speakers needs to reflect that. 
You raised a great point. One of the things about BetFest is that you're not only bringing in well-known people in the sports betting community, but you're also involving maybe sports betting brands that may not be household names to a lot of people. Why did you think that was important to get people who work in the industry but not be as well-known as some others? Yeah, I think it, it's it's exactly to, to sort of demystify this industry, right? Um, a lot of people, and, and sometimes when you work in the industry, you take for granted that you kind of understand how how it works behind the scenes. Um, but like many industries, you know, if people don't have those insights, then they 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 think that things are just kind of this black box, right? And it's okay. Well, I load up my sports betting app and I see lines that are up there, but and they think they might have some sense of how do the lines get made, right? How are, how are, what is account verification look like? Why am I able to do the things I'm able to do? I mean, why am I able to place certain bets in New Jersey that I can't place in Pennsylvania? Um, why, for that matter, you know, we take for granted that we understand that this is rolling out on a state by state basis, but there are people who are confused why when they drive from Pennsylvania into Ohio, they suddenly can't bet any. So I think explaining all of those things and really demystifying this industry is, I think, in a way, we're, we're serving desires of what people are looking for to gain that perspective. But I think we're also sort of helping the industry to advance by taking it and saying this is just like a lot of other industries. Um, and if we can sort of explain those different nuances to you, then people are going to feel a lot more comfortable with it, whether it's betting on sports or working in the industry. Stick around. We'll be right back with more House of Cards. Want to discover the secrets of successful professional sports bettors? Connect with fellow bettors or have the chance to meet sports celebrities. Maybe you're interested in working in the sports betting industry and just don't know where to begin. Well, there's a new event that does all that and more. I'm talking about BetFest, a new virtual sports betting conference by SBC and 76 Capital Sports Advisory. BetFest is for you, the sports better. Whether you're new to sports betting or an experienced better, BetFest has something for everyone. BetFest is your shot at becoming a better better by providing the inside track on betting strategies, which bet types to choose, and how to keep your gambling safe. It also offers you a chance to find out all about the exciting career opportunities in this booming industry. BetFest is happening May 15th online, so it's easy to attend once you register. Go to BetFestLive.com and click on the Get Tickets button to take the first steps into the growing world of sports betting. BetFest, brought to you by SBC and 76 Capital Sports Advisory on May 15th. Sign up today at BetFestLive.com. BetFest, putting the fans first. Sometimes life is wonderful, and sometimes it's not. Cherish the good, but always be prepared for life's challenges. At Private Healthcare, we provide the peace of mind you deserve. With Private Healthcare, you'll get the coverage you want and healthcare you need. If your employer doesn't supply healthcare coverage and you don't qualify for Medicare or Medicaid, you need to give us a call right now. Private healthcare is private health insurance for ages 65 and under with medical, dental, vision, and even prescription coverage. 
When life comes at you unexpectedly, you need to be ready. And health insurance is your financial safety net. If you're looking for health coverage at the best price and your annual household income is 35000 or more, give us a call at 800-231-9279. That's 800-231-9279. 800-231-9279. Hey, this is Dave Weishadol from House of Cards with your House of Cards gaming report for the week of May 3rd, 2021. The World Series of Poker is leaving ESPN for the CBS Sports Network. According to the deal, CBS Sports will carry 15 hours of main event coverage as well as 36 hours of 18 bracelet events during this year's World Series. The WSOP can be viewed on CBS Sports platforms, including the new streaming channel Paramount+. Plus. Caesars Entertainment has announced that it will be investing $400 million into three Atlantic City properties. The investment will go into remodeling hotel room towers, adding new dining concept to the properties, and enhancement to the gaming floors of Caesars, Harris, and Tropicana. The first phase of the three-year plan will debut this summer. And finally, Pennsylvania and New Jersey have a brand new online casino. Stardust Casino has gone live in the Keystone and Garden states. The iconic Stardust brand is owned by Boyd Gaming and operated in Pennsylvania through their partnership with Valley Forge Casino and in New Jersey, rebranding Fandle's Betfair Casino to Stardust. Stardust debuts with over 80 slot titles, table games, and video poker. Have any news or tips regarding casinos, gaming, or legislation? Send us an email at newsroom at houseofcardsradio.com and follow us on Twitter at HFC Radio. When it comes to online sports betting, PlaySugarHouse.com offers players one of the best experiences in the state of New Jersey. They offer live in-game betting on sporting events worldwide, money line bets, point spreads, prop bets, play-by-play bets, and many more. All at PlaySugarHouse.com, your new home for sports betting in New Jersey. Take advantage of one of their 12 easy deposit methods to get in on all the action. And now when you sign up at PlaySugarHouse.com using our promo code HOUSE, they'll match your first deposit up to $250. Must be 21 years or older and in New Jersey to place a bet. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. You're listening to House of Cards. Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Welcome back to House of Cards. Dave Weishaddle with you. For those of you just joining us, I am talking with the managing director of 76 Capital Sports Advisory and one of the organizers of BetFest, Evan Davis. You know, I, I think it's so great that you're including like a betting 101 session for people attending BetFest. I, I, it's so such a new industry for a lot of people, and sports betting is such a new a topic for a lot of people. I, why did you feel that was an important to include that and what can people expect to learn with this betting 101 session you know what it's i'm glad you asked that um i really have thought this for a while but but i think the point was driven home to me when i was speaking with my dad a couple months ago um so my dad is uh 69 years old 
sports fan, not, he's not, you know, like he doesn't sit down and watch games every day, but mm-hmm. he's a sports fan sure. and he lives in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania where sports betting is legal. And, and, and I'm working in this industry. Right. And so I'm talking <laughs> to him, I said, Hey, like, do you have any interest in like, in looking and downloading an app and maybe like, you know, doing this? And he goes, no, none. I said, well, like, you know, you don't have to do, it's, it's not like you have to put a ton of money on this, but you can put like a hundred dollars in an app and, you know, put $10 on a game. If you tune in at night and maybe you'll be a little bit more interested. They said, not like none. And, okay, like I'm just curious why. And and I and he goes, well, I don't really know what you know. There's all these there's plus signs and minus signs and like and he's a bright guy, right? He could learn this pretty easily, but he's just I, nobody's explained it to him. So I sit down and I said, well, let me just talk you through what these things mean. And and it's kind of like all right. And 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 he was you know half listening to me and, and maybe he's interested in this, maybe he's not. But I think there's so many people out there like him who would say like, look, if this was just easy, super easy to understand, if somebody held my hand and talked me through this, yeah, I would absolutely love to throw $10 on a game that I'm watching at night. But nobody's done that. There's plus signs and minus signs and words like money line that don't mean anything until someone explains them. And people don't want to take the time to read through the terms and conditions and read the FAQs and do all of that. So we thought, you know what? If we can take literally 40 minutes, right, and have guys like Ed Miller, who literally wrote the book <laughs> on, <laughs> on some of this stuff, right, um, and say Ed and and other guys, right, like you know Joey Levy or Simple Bed's going to talk to you about this stuff. Like they're going to tell you what you need to know. We think that you're going to come out of this and say, all right, you know what, like. I get it. It's not that crazy. It's not that hard to understand. And this is something I'd be interested in doing. So we'll see. I hope the thesis holds, but but I think there's a huge opportunity there. I think that's one of the great things about BetFest is this conference is not just for sports betting experts. It's not for people already working in the field, but it has something for everyone. If you're interested in sports betting but not very experienced in it, I mean, it has something for you. Is that one of the challenges for the sports betting community going forward, educating people, which will allow the community to grow? I think it's the biggest challenge, to be honest. Um, I think that the the platforms that are out there now, by and large, are for people who already are inclined to want to bet on sports, um, but not so much for casual fans who ultimately may enjoy betting on sports, um, but for whatever reason, have not been inclined to download one of these apps. And so, you know, there are folks out there that are working to solve those issues. Um, we have one joining us on our on our startup panel, um, Jamie Messler, who uh, was one of the co-founders of the Player Tribune and has now uh, founded a company called Gaming Society that's working to sort of speak directly to that group of people. Um, and there's the others too. I, I think that... If you look at the, I, I look at the world of potential sports bettors as kind of um, concentric circles, where you have the, the inner circle are, right, you know, people who are currently betting on sports, but the outer circle are just, is people who are even casual sports fans. Those are potential sports bettors, and it's not because they're going to be betting, you know, hundreds or even thousands of dollars on sports, it's because they are going to casually bet on sports almost the way that I casually bet on mega millions when it hits, you know, $500 million, right? I don't consider myself 
a quote lottery player and yet a couple times a year i play the lottery right yep. um i think that we'll do the same thing in terms of sports betting where you'll have people that don't consider themselves sports bettors but you know what like they watch Steelers games on television sometimes. And when they do, they'd love to throw $20 on who's going to score the first touchdown just to make it a little bit more exciting, right? Or maybe they want to score $20 who's going to score the last touchdown to really make the whole game exciting and, and keep themselves in it. Um, so I think that, that our industry has a ways to go in, in expanding our relevance and, and, and uh, to that group of people. Um, and I think that conferences like this and, and apps like Jamie's and, and others are sort of the first step along the way of getting there. Tell us about some of the speakers who people can expect to hear at BetFest. Yeah, I mean, I've I, I mentioned some of them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Wayne Kimmel from seven, who founded 76 um, and has been doing in sports tech for, for years is going to be joining us. Um, Doug Kazarian from ESPN, host of the Daily Wager, is going to be there. We've got some really well-known um, professional sports bettors, you know, Captain Jack Andrews. Um, Rufus Peabody is going to be there. Uh, Bill Krakenberger. Um, so, you know, we've got a bunch of folks lined up, um, and as well as people from some, some great companies. We've got, you know, HR folks from uh, National Gaming and FanDuel coming on board, oddsmakers from Boyd Gaming and Betworks. Um, I mean, I, I, I mentioned, you know, Temple University is, is going to be there talking about their programming. Um, so, um, I think we've got a bunch of great folks. I'm really excited. We're, we've got our betting 101 panel is going to be moderated by the, uh, Stephen Andrews, the managing editor of thelines.com. Um, they're, they're really excited to be joining us and, and helping to, because they do a really good job of putting out content to help people get acclimated to betting. And I think he'll do a great job of hosting the, the sports betting 101 discussion. Um, I mean, I could keep going. <laughs> We've got folks from, from Epic Risk Management talking about what they do on the responsible gaming side. Um, I would just encourage anyone who's interested in this to go to betfestlive.com. We've got our, our roster of speakers is getting updated, you know, literally daily um, because as people are finding out about this, you know, we're even getting people coming to us saying, I'd love to be a part of this. And so um, we're, we're sort of making opportunities available for them to do just that. So uh, if you go to betfestlive.com, you can get your tickets there, but you can also learn a, a lot about the event and who's going to be there and, and what we're going to be talking about. You know, one of the great subjects that's going to be discussed at BetFest is how a person would go about getting a job in the sports betting industry. I know a lot of people want to get involved in this industry, and I think it's great that BetFest is presenting a guide on how they could actually work in the sports betting industry. Tell us a little something about that. Yeah, so we've got um, Inside Global is coming on board. They they do a great job of sort of making um, you know jobs available, the, the the existence of jobs available to people who are seeking them out. Um, and so, but they're going to be hosting a great panel with um, uh, Ali Bassman from Penn National. Lainey Cooney is the chief people officer at Fanduel. Um, and, uh, and, and George Deemer from, from Temple University School of Sport, Tourism, and Hospitality Management. And I think that that's going to be a fascinating discussion because people are going to be coming at this from very different angles, right? Some people, um, and I've had these conversations one off with a ton of people, people that are working in sports or, but want to get involved in sports betting. Um, and they say, right, like, how, what's the best opportunity to do that? People that are, 
in school right now or might be looking to go back to school, maybe they have a bachelor's, but they want to get a more advanced degree and they're looking at sports related programs and saying, you know, what's the best way to go about doing that? What, what type, what, what would I learn in a program like yours and what jobs are sort of available to people like me after I come out of them? Um, but then to hear from literally two of these companies themselves, right? Like Pendle, Sandal, excuse me, and Penn National, um, like, you guys are the ones who are hiring people. Like, who are you hiring? What are you looking for? Are you looking for, you know, experience in the industry? Are you looking for experience outside the industry? Are you looking for a cultural fit? Are you like, what is it that you are looking for? I mean, who better to speak to that than the people that are like literally running these hiring <laughs> programs for gaming operators, right? So again, that's kind of what our, our thought was here is when you said like, why are you bringing in, you know, sports betters themselves? Well, like, that's who people, we want to hear what sports betters want, and mm -hmm. right? Like, let's hear from them. We want to hear what companies want. Let's hear from them. Like, let's bring in the experts on this and have them talk to everybody about, like, you want to hear from, you want to hear it, like, hear from them directly. You don't need to hear me talk about it, right? You know, I, I know in my home state of New Jersey, there's a lot of job fairs going on. I know the Casino Control Commission just had one, and some casinos in Atlantic City are, are hiring a lot of people. Is the sports betting industry seeing an employment boom with all the new states coming on board with sports betting? Yeah, I mean, I think that there's there's a hiring boom going on in, in part because, for, for a few reasons. One is that this is expanding out across more states. Um Secondly, is because you have companies uh, that are looking to gain a bigger footprint within the United States, companies coming from Europe that are looking to maybe hire, uh, hire a base of people over here. Um, these, you've also got a lot of money that's coming into, into these companies, right? Companies that have gone public in recent years, um, companies that are getting significant uh, private investments. And so, and, and lastly, because this industry has been fortunate to be able to exist in online channels that I spoke to earlier, I think it's one that's seen growth in spite of the pandemic. So when you add all of those things together, uh, this, is a, this is an industry that's sort of uniquely poised to be hiring now and, you know, knock on wood, will continue to be into the foreseeable future. So we think that this is an industry, I mean, time will tell, but I, I think if you look at the number of jobs in this industry now and what we're teed up to have in you know, the next five to 10 years, um, hopefully we're just scratching the surface. Now, I know BetFest hasn't happened yet because it all happens on May 15th, but what are the future plans for BetFest? I mean, do you hope this will be a yearly event? I mean, where do you want BetFest to go from here? Yeah, we well, the biggest thing what we want to do is is bring BetFest to be live and in person. Um, because as great as we think this will be on May 15th, it's going to be a five-hour virtual event starting at noon Eastern. Um, we, as, as great as we think it'll be virtually, we think it'll be even better when we can do this safely in person. Mm -hmm. And so, um, our hope is whether it's later in 2021 or in 2022 to have this event, um, in at least two, if not more locations, uh, across the country where we can bring people in and have it really be a, a great convention, right? Think about what other industries have been able to do, whether it's, you know, auto shows or comics or, or the like. Um, 
we think that we can do something similar in a similar vein around sports betting um, and having all kinds of fun events that sort of uh, uh, go along with with some of the speaking engagements themselves. And so um, we're you know we we think this is going to be a lot of fun here. Um, it's not just going to be your typical you know five-hour webinar type of thing. This will be very, very different because that's the point. It's supposed to be fun and engaging. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, what I think we're able to do virtually, we're going to be able to do even even bigger and better when we're able to do it in person. So that's the future of BetFest. Um, you know, hopefully in the not-too-distant future, we'll see what, what COVID brings. But I would think by next year at the latest, we'll be able to do that. Evan, we're running out of time, but remind us once again, if someone wants to get involved and attend BetFest, what's the website they go to and how do they sign up to attend the event? The website is betfestlive.com. It's going to be the events on Saturday, May 15th, starting at 12 o'clock Eastern. And there is a bright orange button on the website, get <laughs> tickets. So uh, you click right there and it'll take you exactly where you need to go. Um, couldn't be more excited for this event. Thank you so much for having me on board. And, um, you know, hopefully we're, uh, we're, your, your listeners are as excited about this as I am. Evan Davis, Managing Director of 76 Capital Sports Advisory. Thanks so much for coming on and telling us all about BetFest, which is being held on May 15th, and you can check that out on BetFestLive.com. Sounds like it's going to be an incredible event, so everyone who's interested in sports betting should check it out. Thanks a lot, Evan, for telling us about it. Thanks again for having me. Stick around. We'll be right back with more House of Cards. You know, ever since the U.S. Supreme Court handed down its decision lifting the national ban on sports betting, the gambling landscape of the country is changing on a daily basis. So how do you keep up with all the latest news and developments? How do you know what each state is doing? You go to the one site that has all the information you need to stay ahead of the game, and that site is usbets.com. That's usbets.com. Written by the leading experts in the gambling industry, all you'll need is one visit to usbets.com and you'll see why it's the number one gambling magazine in the USA. With usbets.com, you'll get up-to-date information on not just the sports betting scene, but also the latest news and notes on the entire gaming industry all across the country. It's not just one state, it's all of them in one spot. Stay in the loop and stay on top of your game. Get the latest news on sports betting and gambling from the country's number one gambling magazine. Get on over to usbets.com. That's usbets.com. You're listening to House of Cards. The answer is probably uh, we're finished. What, we're what, given, what are the we're odds? One very, in a hundred? What, what? Uh, I don't do odds. We would. I gave very you ran detailed. You casinos, sir. Well, 
Welcome back to House of Cards. Dave Weishado with you. You know, sports betting has become popular in the U.S., and people want to know what's going on in the sports books across this country. So Doug Weishado is back with the book report to tell us what's going on in the sports books across the country. Doug, what do you got? We're going to be talking about the normal stuff with the state uh, sports betting uh, handle and revenue numbers. Got deals, launches to talk about. But we're going to start this week again with some legislation. And a couple of different pieces of legislation have made news. And we're not talking about New York this week. Yeah, yeah. We're going to start talking about the Sunshine State, which is Florida. I guess that's the big sports betting story of the week, right, Florida? They're, uh, I guess, a couple steps closer to sports betting. They've got a special legislative session scheduled sometime mid-May, mid-late May, that sort of uh, time frame. But uh, what the big news coming out of the state was that Governor Ron DeSantis and the uh, Seminole Indian Tribe have negotiated a new gaming compact. Which is great. great. And as anyone knows, in Florida, you can't do anything without the Seminoles agreeing to it. Uh, they run the Hard Rock International brand. Absolutely. Uh, uh, what what they have here is a 75-page agreement. <laughs> and uh, if you and it's worth billions. Billions it, it for well Florida. Could be, very yeah. well could be. Um, but if you thought New York was sort of an interesting way they have that set up, more stuff is going to come out in Florida. But it seems Florida may be following that same model. Of New York? Yeah, where they're going to have certain gaming platforms and then skins. Okay. So we'll see exactly where it goes. There's still a lot to unpack with this, and it's going to, by the time this airs, we may even see even more stuff come out about this, uh, especially when it comes to how many skins they're going to have in the state. Uh, but the 75-page compact outlines the allowed games for both sports betting and, uh, and uh, fantasy sports as well as casino games. There's also casino expansion involved in this as well. But we're going to focus on sports betting stuff. Uh, legal age for sports betting will be 21. Uh, they're going to have problem gambling guidelines outlined in this compact. They're going to flush them out, flush them out even more, not flush them, sorry. Okay. Um, they're going to work out how the uh, Seminoles and the paramutuals will work for actual sports betting, both retail and online. Calls for the servers for online betting to be on the uh, on the tribal properties. They're okay. going to be doing this compact with the state once it's completely approved. Um, I thought this was interesting. This is another state that's going to allow betting on professional college and Olympic sports. All college, all professional, all Olympic sports. Great, great. But no college basketball, no college sports props. Which means you can bet on Florida State. You just can't bet on a prop for the Florida State the individual players, right. Okay. Yeah, so another. there's a lot of states and jurisdictions that have that. I think that's pretty good. I wish New Jersey had that. You mean take the step, go to all college sports betting? All college then, sports betting, but you're not allowed to place prop bets on the individual players. It's actually I a like good that. compromise. I like that. It's yeah. a good compromise between the two, and it really doesn't impact the player itself, it, themselves, in single betting. But, you know, betting on the sport is a difference than betting on the player, I think, anyway. Okay. But, again... We'll see exactly where this goes. You know, it's a great first step. A lot of people seem to be surprised with this. I noticed that different outlets are reporting different amounts of skins being uh, online skins, the brands that are going to be paired up with certain things, uh, certain uh, uh, parties to this. But, again, all this has to be worked out. I think we're going to see some more after the legislative session in uh, May. And, uh, again, this is this is a compact. It's not legalized yet. Mm -hmm. It has to still be approved by uh, the state, and uh, we'll see exactly where it goes with it. But Florida's moving in the right direction. Great, great. Um, over, let's go to our neighbors to the north, Canada. Okay. 
Uh, everyone, neighbors to the north. Everyone's been following the sports betting uh, saga that's been going on there. They're finally moving towards single event sports betting. They've always had par- uh, parlay sports betting. Yeah, they, that's the way Delaware used to be for a long time. You couldn't bet on individual games. Exactly. You, it had to be part of a parlay. Well, they've been, over the last couple of months, the, the country has been moving for this bill that was introduced in the House of Commons. And just this past week, the House of Commons passed, or adopted, I think that's what they say up there, they adopted C218, which is single-event sports betting. Uh, it's it's a step in the right direction. It doesn't legalize sports betting just yet. we still got a ways to go. It's it a good now, first step. It now right? goes to the Senate version in, in Canada. Uh, I actually think this is going to be kind of interesting because DraftKings – just recently included Canada in some of their deals for fantasy sports and sports betting. And you have the score media, which is the home of their, their home is in Canada. Mm-hmm. So I love the score. The score is great. The score is great for both fantasy and sports betting. Yeah. Well, I have the, um, on my phone, I've always had the, uh, score app and I'm, I'm not even talking. That wasn't the, even the sports betting app of the score. It was just the, they had the, um, Scores, of course, and then they had the stats, and then they had the stats of the individual players, and they had news, which was such a great app, even before you get the app for sports betting on the score. Well, it's going to be interesting to see exactly who's jumping in on this. You you know it's going to be the score is there. Probably the score has the inside track with a lot of this stuff, but DraftKings is is sort of there with their deals with Canada for fantasy sports. You got BetMGM, who is aiming for every country's market share of sports betting. Uh, so they're ones to watch, and uh, as this moves along, we'll provide updates in the book report here. A couple of uh, states are drafting regulations already. Arizona has started drafting their regulations. Good, just, yeah, they no, just passed it's, uh... it. They are now drafting. The, they are moving at light speed. Two states that are moving at light speed. Well, maybe three. Uh, certainly, New York. They're the big story. Florida now the big story, and the two before before New York and Florida were really like putting it into overdrive was Maryland and Arizona because they're making incredible deals. They're making, I, I think they're probably going to be online before either New York or Florida. Watch for Maryland and Arizona. I, I think Maryland's going to be interesting to watch in terms of which casinos are going to be able to launch sports betting first, because the way the framework of their uh, sports betting industry was set up, the casinos that are already in existence have the quicker route to getting sports betting. Sure, sure. Arizona, yeah, yeah, they're there already. Arizona, no one has anything yet for sports betting. So they're drafting regulations. They're still on track for a September 1st launch. Well, I know in Arizona, the, um, who was it, DraftKings made a deal with the PGA Tour. So that's uh And also FanDuel has the Phoenix Suns. Oh, yeah, no, there you go. Yeah, so, so the deals are being made. So uh, like I said, I, th- I think uh, Arizona and Maryland will probably be the next two states to uh, – you know, you'll see sports betting launch quicker than any other states. Actually, if you want to compare the two, I think Arizona, in terms of the uh, sports betting partnerships, they have the most, uh, I think, team-friendly sports betting legislation because you're going to see more of the pro teams there sure. and the arenas and the event centers getting uh, sports betting quicker than a lot of the other states were allowing them. Mm-hmm. So Arizona may be a fun state to watch in the coming uh, weeks here. Let's talk uh, some uh, state sports betting numbers. We have Michigan reporting their March numbers for online sports betting. Michigan is impressive. Very, very impressive. Their, their online sports betting industry is growing leaps and bounds. Absolutely. Just their second yeah. full month. Sure. They had a $359 million handle 
for the month of March. Now, this is only online sports betting. They already reported their retail sports betting uh, previously. So this is just online. $359 million handle for sports betting. That's a 19% increase from February. That was their first full month in mm-hmm. existence. Gross gaming revenue was about $32 million adjusted, you know, give, getting rid of all the promos and the free bets, about $19 million. They have a hold of 5.3%. Okay. Uh, if you break it down a little bit in terms of who was the leader, FanDuel had the top spot at $107.2 million in handle. BetMGM came in second with uh, 92.6. DraftKings had $76.5 million. You know, every time I think of Michigan, I think of MGM because that's, you know, for me anyway, that's the casino I associate Michigan with. But, uh, no, FanDuel is beat out BetMGM, huh? Yeah. Pretty impressive. And uh, – Two, two, two little things to note here. Uh, Twin Spires came in towards the bottom at a handle of $3.2 million. I'm curious to see how their rebrand is helping or hurting Twin Spires because they used to be Bet America. Okay. And yeah. uh, when we get to Pennsylvania's numbers this month and also New Jersey's, this is going to be their first month uh, here in April. This will be their first month, and it won't even be a full month that they're rebranded as Twin Spires in mm-hmm. those states. Okay. So, But uh, Twin Spires came in with a, in, in – uh, uh, about eighth place, eighth or ninth place in the state. A uh, golden nugget, which is constantly one of the leaders in Jersey. I, they're constantly one of the leaders because you can't turn on a television without seeing a Tillman for golden <laughs> golden nugget TV commercial. And I mean, I, I'm and I'm not exaggerating. Maybe I see them four or five times a day, and it's not even the sports betting part of it. It's the online casino part in New Jersey. Which, by the way, Golden Nugget has been the number one online casino in New Jersey for, I don't know, how many years going going now. It's just absolutely stunning what Golden Nugget is doing in New Jersey with online casinos. Well, in terms of Michigan, this is what I thought was interesting. They are just under $800,000 in handle for sports betting, which is kind of a low number. But, again, they're just starting out there, too. I think there's a lot of brand recognition going on and i think once more and more people get used to the sports betting industry up there you may see some of these numbers start to fluctuate a little bit too but again it's the big ones that are taking the market share fanduel betmgm and DraftKings as the top three uh tennessee released their march numbers um a very short report uh 205.9 million in handle 18 million in gross gaming revenue 3.2 million in tax receipts that was it it was a five-line report. I got to tell you, I like those reports. I mean, I, you know, a lot of people in the media and the sports betting media want to see, like, uh, breakdowns of numbers and stuff like that. But for me, those are the numbers I need. Those are the numbers you should give me. Boom. I looked at it, know what's going on in Tennessee, and uh, so I'm not complaining about their short report. I don't, I don't like I li- short reports <laughs> I like either. Short reports. It is, I mean, if we were just doing this one topic, it would be a really terrible report because there'd be nothing to talk about other than just rehashing numbers over and over again. But, again, Give me the sweet. numbers and move on. Well, that'll do it for us this week. I'll see you next time on House of Cards. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.